Hello, and welcome to the Dust Dog Diaries, episode 9. Guys, we have some things to tell you about today, so let's just get right into it. Alex, take it away. (laughs) 11.09 a.m. Today we woke up at 6. Like 5.30, actually. 5.30. We went to... Pineview Reservoir to watch the sunrise, and we swam. It was gorgeous. The water was warm. Yeah, it was really lovely. It was deep. There weren't very many people. There was a few triathlon marathoners, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, we came back, and we slept. And now we're eating cold pasta on the bed. Cold pasta left over from last night. Yum. It's pretty good. Um, and it works. Um, so our camper, guess what? What? (laughs) It's... Wait, 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 wait. Before we even dive into the camper, I think we should dive into everything else that happened last week. Like, maybe you should tell them about how you lost your phone. Oh. Alex has been kind of going through it. I've been really going through it lately um so my buddy Sajin and I we were working on the camper we were just trying to get it tied down you know first step tie it down actually first step bring the camper forward into like lock it into position into our truck um so we had to first come up with an idea about how we're going to raise the camper off of where it's at, off of the bed. Because right now, at that point, it was sitting on the tailgate, slightly in, but the tailgate cables are holding it from going in all the way. So first, we have to raise it up take off the tailgate and put it in um, fully. So first first things first is find camper jacks. How did we get it up on the truck in the first place? The people that we bought it from had some jacks, but they wanted them. And they broke them. And and one of them broke, yeah. So I was like, I don't want those. This is where this all started, okay? The day we got the camper... It was just an absolute shit show. We should have been like, oh, actually, at one point we were like, you know what? I think that we're going to like wait until tomorrow. And then they were like, okay, well, we're not going to give you all the money back. And so then we were like, oh, okay, well, then I, I guess we'll just go with it. So that maybe should have been a sign. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so... Their cambers, their jacks broke. We had to go to a parking lot, get it into the truck. I didn't take the tailgate down because it was just a big shit show. It was hot. I was like, just get it in there, whatever. We'll figure it out later. We go to Idaho, get some new camper jacks. That's where we were last time. You know, we're feeling good. We're like, okay, we have this camper. It's pretty cool. Whatever. Um, We get the jacks. So here I am in a parking lot with my buddy Sajin trying to figure out how to jack it up we have 
systems that we are trying to do. Um, and there's a lot of different jacks out there. So this one is one leg at a time. You're raising one up. And then um, we know where the center point is. So because there's um, spots like that we can see from where the other jacks were put. So we just put them on on the uh, area. You're right, girly. Okay, good. We put we put them on those spots, all four legs on each two on each side of the camper, and we start raising it up. Um, but one actually is broken. We get all three on. The last one is broken, and I'm like, of course. So I'm pretty pissed now because it's been a few hours and it's hot. We're in the sun. It's in the middle of July. <clears throat> you know, things just aren't going the way that I had planned. And, you know, that's life for you. So. You all right, girlie? Yeah, laying down, choking on milk. Um, breathe, girly, breathe. Are you okay? He's okay. Okay. Anyway, back to the story. I'm pissed. I'm trying to look up new jacks, the same kind of jacks. I'm trying to find just one. I'm on the curb, sitting on the curb in this parking lot. And I put my phone down on the curb. And I leave it there. I get up and I walk away from it. Unknowingly. I don't know why I did that, but, you know, my mind was racing. And so I walk away from it. And then we're about to leave. You know, like, it's in because it fell in. It, like, we got it in. Um, we just took off the cables of the, of the tailgate. And the tailgate's still on there, but it's in. You know, it's in, it's fine, let's just drive away, figure it out tomorrow. Um, and so we do that, it's nighttime, I'm like... But before, when we're leaving, I'm wondering where my phone's at. I don't know where it's at. I'm looking around in the truck, in the truck camper around on the ground and I don't see it but there it is sitting on the curb and I have no idea so we drive away get home trying to look around in our apartment trying to look around in my friend's car don't see it we call Home Depot nothing um and Sierra is throwing a friend's party at home um and hanging out with friends all day as I'm trying to get some stuff done. <laughs> and having a dinner party. Having a dinner party. And so I come in, I'm there's friends here. Um, and I'm just exhausted, like all the way. And so yeah, um I was just not having it because here my phone is just gone and it's like that's how I pay bills, that's how I do everything pretty much. 
Um, and so I'm just like, damn. So I'm trying to find my iPhone on Sierra's phone because that's I share my location with her. And so it's over across... It's over across the the city, way way out somewhere, and so I, you know, I'm just tired, and but I want to go find my phone. I want to see ex- where it's at, you know. So we, a friend of ours, Lux, and I go drive and try and go find my phone. And we're, it's, and we think it's in the back of someone's car. And we can't do anything about it. We think it's a van. It's like 11 at night. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, it's over there. It's in someone's car. It looks like a work truck, whatever. Um, so we come back. I go to sleep, like, right away. Sierra's still talking with Lore, um, Lux's partner. And... I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go to bed. It's been a long, long day. Um, I wake up in the morning. Sierra, Sierra wakes me up and says, Babe, your phone is across the street. I'm like, what? And I look at, the, at her phone, and I'm like, it is across the street. And so I take her phone, go across the street. I'm looking in the bushes. There's a church across the street, by the way. Looking in the bushes. Don't see it. But it's not the church that you were at. It's, well... I was in a parking lot church. The The parking lot that I was in was at a church, but it was down the road. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't, yeah. I didn't specify where I was at. But anyway, I'm across the street. I'm across the street, and it's not there. And then it says it's in the middle of the road now. And I'm like, what? Okay, is there someone walking? No. So that's when I found out that <clears throat> find my iPhone is kind of faulty. And so that whole day, I'm just, like, kind of scatterbrained because I'm trying to find my phone. I'm looking at Sierra's phone, like, every, like, 20 minutes trying to see if it's moved or whatever. And at this time, it's pinging back and forth between across the street, in the middle of the street, next door, across across the city. And I have no idea where it's at. But it's mostly at the apartment next door. At the apartment next door. So we're like, okay. So now we're driving around a little bit. We're in our car looking. And so we go to our... Um, to our neighbors. We drive in their back. And there's a guy out there sitting, smoking. And we're like, hey, have you found a phone anywhere? He's like, no. But there's a guy last night came by on his bike... Later, he lives here, and his name is D, and he found a phone at a church in the church parking lot on a curb. And I'm like, perfect, that's my phone. Um, I'm like, okay, cool, you seen him around? No. Um, do you have a number I can take down to call you when if he's around? And I'm like, yeah, cool. Here's Sierra's number. Um... Give us a call if you see him, whatever. And now at this point, I'm like, okay, he lives right here. I'm going to try and, you know, catch him, like, whatever. So I'm still on guard looking for this guy. Um, 
this guy D. Um, and so I'm in and out of the apartment and trying to go back over to that apartment, see if I can catch him. And then one time I walk over there in the back again, and that guy's there. And so he takes me around. He asks neighbors, hey, where does this guy, where does D live in this apartment? It's a pretty big apartment. And um, they're like, no, I have no idea where he lives. I just know that he lives here somewhere, but kind of weird. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm going to go back and just kind of work on the camper a little bit. And I'm working on the camper assessing all the situations, and then, boom. Sierra comes out, hey, you lose something? And then she gives me my phone, and I'm like, what? Um, And I was so relieved. So, long story short, my phone got lost. D tried to sell the phone to someone, or he gave it to someone. I don't know, because I wasn't there. So what happened was, so Alex was just like, okay, I'm going to go out and work on the camper. And I was like, word. But I was still, you know, tracking his location, looking at it every once in a while. And I was trying to call his phone like every 30 minutes. So I call his phone one, like the last time. And then I like set my phone down and walk away. Then I come back to my phone and I have a missed call from a number I don't have. So I call back and I'm like, hey, I missed a call from this number. And they're like, yeah, we have your phone. You're, like, the only one that's... Or, no, they were like, uh, we found a phone, and this is the only number that's tried to call it. And so I was like, yeah, I think you guys are in the apartments next door. Uh, I'll just meet you out front. So I go outside, and then he's like, yeah, so we actually didn't find the phone. This other guy found it and told us to sell it. But we didn't want to do that. (laughs) And I was like, okay, cool. Thanks for not selling it. Um, so yeah, that is how we got the phone back. I mean, I don't even think you can really sell locked phones, but maybe. Yeah. I mean, honestly, they wouldn't have gotten very much. I think it's better to just try and find the owner of the phone because I bet for them, it's a lot more worthy than trying to sell it like you're probably gonna get like 12 bucks for it but i mean i know my phone is a lot more than 12 dollars worth you know to me and information wise and i mean i pay monthly on it so it's like yeah of course but long story short found my phone happy about it and i'm very excited um to have it back and i'm really glad so yeah it was just a huge kind of bamboozle on um my week and kind of like whoa this is crazy and then there's just been a lot with the camper trying to figure out like what to do and how to assess it and if i want to renovate it um but honestly i think it's just kind of like there's a lot to it. The last straw was yesterday. I was looking at the wires. One of the t- turn signals isn't working. I replaced the fuse. I um, replaced the light bulb. And it's the wiring. So I'm like... I don't even want to get into it. 
you know, it's... And there's mold. There's mold, mold, mildew. Um, there's a leak. I have to replace... The vent needs to be replaced. The vent. There's just a lot of work. I mean... We made a mistake. We made a mistake. It was kind of our first... It was our first camper that, that I have ever walked into. Um, kind of weird, I know, but it's like... I mean, truck camper, not trailer, of course. I've been in a trailer and RVs and whatnot, but camper. And it's a 1969. It's really cool on the outside. Um, I thought it was a good investment, but it's just, I think it's just going to be a money pit. Um, And I think a whole wall needs to be replaced as well. The outside, I bet, is fine, but, and maybe it needs to seal, but there's a whole wall that... I think is all kind of moldy and deteriorating. So it's just like, is it worth it? No, I don't think so. So, and we have had this other one that we've been looking at in Idaho that I think we're just going to go get, see, and he seems more knowledgeable about it and doesn't seem like he's too worried about getting rid of it. So... Yeah, I mean, huge learning experience. That's a $500 learning experience, but... I mean, sometimes lessons are expensive. And that's that's the reality of it. So, I'm glad I was able to kind of dabble in this truck camper and see, okay, this is... Now I know what, I, now I know what we're looking for. Um, so that's kind of been my week. <laughs> And it's just been pretty, the ups and downs have been real and heavy. Um, So now we're just kind of tracking and, you know, reevaluating what we want to do. And the plan is still there. We're going to our property in California. We have to get there. Have to. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited to get to the property in California, but I'm more excited to do some traveling, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I am excited to see it, of course. We haven't even seen it. Yeah, we haven't even seen it. We have no idea what it looks like, so it's going to be pretty fun. So the anticipation is just real for us. You know, it's like, let's just get there. So that's probably why. I feel like this is what always happens, like, right before you're about to make a big change. Like, all these, like, things just kind of go crazy, and it's like... Well, I don't know. Have we talked about this on the podcast? Just, like, yeah, tests. tests. Yeah. Just, like, just feels like more and more tests. <laughs> more tests. So, like. yeah. And this camper ended up being a lesson. And, yeah. It's just, like, a whole thing. I probably should have told Alex that I didn't want it because I, I didn't. I wanted the other one. <laughs> but I did say that I wanted the other one more multiple times. So, it's nobody's fault, though. You know? just yeah it's how well, life happens it was just we were i was having the second thoughts i told them hey i'm having second thoughts i don't want this as they're trying to raise it up and whatever and they and they say no uh, well you know what like it's kind of it's kind of rude that you know we're doing all this work we're trying to get it on your truck and um so we're just going to keep 100 bucks but here's your Four hundred dollars back, and, and Sierra, loss. and Sierra was like, "Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sierra gets really gruesome. No, 
her uh, her fangs come out. She's like, that's that's stupid. And I'm like, it is really dumb. It was really dumb. Yeah. And yeah, I just it's just a learning lesson. I mean, like, we could renovate it, but my whole thing was that I didn't want to do work on a camper. Like, yeah, I said that from the beginning. Like, I don't want a project. Right. So, and this would be, like, a huge project. I thought it just needed maybe, like, some paint and a couple things. A couple stuff, but it just, yeah, the deeper I look at it, the more it's, like, the more and more and more and more it's, like, Actually, just need to, like, redo the whole thing. (laughs) We need to get the whole thing and do everything ourselves. Yeah, so we're just going to get rid of it and go get the other one, which is fine. And hopefully it's in good condition. Yeah. If we were in a different situation, I mean, I would probably do the whole thing. Um, Probably gut it and everything like that, but... We don't have the space. We don't have the time. And probably not even the finances to do it. I mean, we probably have the finances, but it's just like... We have finances and time. <laughs> we just don't have the space. No space, because it's right now it's parked on the street. It can't get in the back to our parking lot. It's not level. It's not level where it's at. Um, I would have to spend days on end in the Home Depot parking lot. So, is it worth it? No. Yeah, we're going to call it a loss. We're going to call it a loss and get what we want. Get what we need. Yep. And I feel safer, you know, going down a different path with with Gurley because she's our number one priority to keep her safe, keep the air safe. I don't want to risk, like, not finding mold and not cleaning it up properly. Um, and risk her getting sick and us, and us sick. So, I mean, what do you do? You just get rid of it and get a new one. (laughs) Yeah. But that's all I really have to say about the Camper Chronicles, because it's kind of your thing. So. It's kind of my thing. (laughs) Well, I mean, it was your, kind of your thing. Yeah, it was dumb. It was dumb, but I'm excited for something else. Yeah. But we were just talking before we started this podcast about... (laughs) Alex was like, well, what do we do now? Move to a different country? (laughs) (laughs) Sell everything, move to a different country? So we were just talking about all the different options that there are. Which, we're we're just going to stick with the original plan. Like, we have overall goals we're trying to reach, but we're not really too concerned about the... How? How those are going to happen. Because, you know, that's not our problem. That's G's J. That's G's J. Yeah. God's job. <laughs> that's G's J. God's job. We just give them the, we want this, and then it'll come eventually. <laughs> yeah. But... So for now, we're just going to follow the intuition. Actually, that's what it is. You just got to, like, follow the pings and do the little action steps that come as they come. Right. And right now, it still feels good to do the truck camper. still feels good to get on the road, go see our property. And then we have plans to go south for the winter, but who knows? Who knows where that's going to take us? You know, I mean, things could change. 
things always can change. Things always do change. Yep. I mean, Not like a can, month, a month they ago, do. we were planning on living in our van. <laughs> things change. Holy shit. <laughs> a month ago, we were living, we were trying to live in a van. And here we are, scrapping the van. And a camper. <laughs> and, and a camper. Holy crap. It's just like, what? So, I mean, maybe we're blindsided. Maybe the, maybe G's J. God is doing something that's like, yo, maybe this ain't it. But we're still going to try because I don't think here it. we are. I think it was more like we were always talking about what we wanted, we were, about how in the van we were like, we wish we could stand up. We wish we had like a kitchen and like some seating area, like a table. And so... Then the van was broken. We were like, okay, well, we can get all those things. And then we were like, we don't want a project. We want it to be, like, a clean and nice and, like, pretty small. And then we get, like, a huge project. And so, really, the universe is probably like, okay, are you guys going to go get what you actually want? Or are you going to, like, keep (laughs) settling for less? Right, right. (laughs) So that's just how we look at it. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of fun to learn and adapt. And I think the biggest lesson is like, what do you want? You know what you want. Don't settle for less. Don't settle for less. Ever. Hey, we were just ever, ever. This, I'm pretty sure on like a couple episodes ago when we were talking about tests. Yeah. And then he, there we go, settling for less. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> really, really dumb. That's okay, though. It's like, it's pretty crazy being at the frontal, I don't want to say frontal cortex, but like in, in space time reality with your body here, right in the moment. It's just crazy to experience all of this as you are, um, I can't really explain it too well because it's just, um, there's no words to put to it. But here we are existing consciously. Here I am existing consciously in time and space in this moment. And it's just mind-boggling to be doing that. I, I mean, I always come back to that. Um experience of experiencing this (laughs) but it's just wild because it's it is really you can't put words to it so and that's life really it's i mean i guess the only word that you put to it is life and living but it's cool and it's fun um so yeah that is kind of that's where we're at where we're at. Girl needs to go to bed. Oh, girly needs a mid-morning nap. Yes, she does. Just like Frank. Frank's over here napping too. Frank's bed napping. <laughs> She's always napping. She's always napping. <laughs> um, Bones? <laughs> How are you? Bones is doing good. Bonesy. <laughs> Hi, big boy. He's shedding. He's shedding his... He sheds a lot during the summer. Yeah, crazy amount. But it's uh, it's it's manageable. It's 
you can handle it. It's not like those dogs that just like. Frankie sheds 24 7 and it really is like too much for me. Gotcha. Well, we'll have to do something about that. Gotcha. Maybe we'll sh- maybe we'll sh- maybe we'll shave her. No, she'd be so ugly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> naked geez. Frankie. No, thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, uh, I think that's all we've got for you today. Just some more camper chronicles, and we'll keep you updated on camper shits. What's going? What's going on with that? What we're doing? Where we at? Where we're at? Where we've been? You know, the usual. And that is episode nine of the Dust Dog Diaries. Peace out.